This episode of An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by the Ontario Collectors Con, happening this Sunday, January 26th at the Delta Metalvale Hotel in beautiful Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, just outside Toronto. Special guests include the voice of Michelangelo from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon and the Tick himself, as well as Sentinel Prime, Mr. Townsend Coleman. Also, wrestling superstar of your youth, Mr. Nikolai Volkov. So come on down for the chance to meet these guys and get an autograph signed. So if you're looking for Transformers, G.I. Joe, comic books, Star Wars, whatever it may be, you can find it at the Ontario Collectors Con. For tickets and information, please go to OntarioCollectorsCon.com. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. Spoon! Hey there, this is AJ Fry from Interspace Week Nights at 6 and 11 on Space, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Aww. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 90. Holy crap. 90. 90 episodes. We're getting close. We're getting very, very close to the big one. It's very, very exciting. You'll just excuse me for a moment while I flick my big. The Avengers weed, the Hulk, the green (laughs) One big green bud. That's what the weed's called, Hulk. Give them that green weed that you got in that bag right there. (laughs) The Hulk. (sighs) Buy it. Get your prescription tomorrow for the Hulk. Not the dark green, Mm-mm. the iridescent green. Rage machine, baby. That iridescent green weed. <laughs> it was the experiment. Everybody wants to say it was some big thing blowing up. No. You picked up this hybrid bud that it's got caught inside the atomic room that day. And for some reason, you ate it, didn't smoke it, ate it. Oh, see. Like a brownie. I'm just going to say it straight out. You know, you should see the Avengers after you hit, like, one great big bud of Hulk. Because this movie is a <laughs> Yes! It's good to be back with you this evening, kids. Back with me as El Hawkes. What's up, dude? I was just hitting the electric button when you flicked your back. Perfect. Then we are we are in sync. We're in sync like Pink Floyd on a goddamn Wizard of Oz movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> you ever done that? Uh, I tried it once. Um, I can't remember if it worked. 
I think it might have. Hmm. Yeah, I never did. It was many years ago, it was uh, during some sort of hallucinogenic uh, escapade back in the high school days, I'm sure, you know? We'll have to discuss that on 2J sometime. We should try it. We should try that live and see if it works live. Josh mm. speaks of uh, my other podcast that I'm on with him on the Points of Interest Network. It's called 2J's Later. We just released episode 20 where we brought on our first guest, and we have a rule on that show that only Jay's allowed. And we welcomed our good friend, Mr. Jay Webb, uh, comic book reviewer and Batman fan extraordinaire to the show. And we had a great conversation. Uh, it was one of those ones where I forgot to introduce you guys, but it didn't even matter because totally forgot you'd never met before. <laughs> yeah, never spoken, spoken to the guy other than Twitter and... Uh, uh, you get your timing all wrong, so it was like two in the morning for him or something like that. Yeah, I totally messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, England's not three hours ahead. There's six hours ahead. Oops. But uh, he happened to be free and uh, happy and dandy that evening. So that worked out perfectly. It's not often that uh, we can peg him down. So that was uh, that was wonderful to have Mr. J. Webb. So go to pointsinterestpodcast.com uh, and check that out. It was a good it was a good conversation, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely say our show there is a is a a fun ramble of just a multitude of topics. It is. Uh, it's a very comfortable show. Uh, I was saying on the last episode. In fact, it's uh, the one show that I don't touch. I don't edit it. I, I drop that shit how it lies and uh, let the chips fall where they may, sort of thing. And uh, <laughs> it's fun for that. But we always have a, such a good talk that there's never lulls or weird moments much that I have to worry about. So, but yeah, we we, we go on tangents, you know. But on, yeah, on I, should, I got a couple ideas, so we'll. we'll uh... I'll unfold those on you when we uh, when we do it. Oh, oh, the wheels are turning. The smoke yes, is burning. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Josh, in fact, is in Colorado, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm bringing this up, but it, it's kind of an appropriate tie-in. But the Super Bowl is set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the stoners of the world have been having a lot, a lot of fun with that one. What the shit? Yeah, it's been meme. City. <laughs> that one meme, I'm sure you've all seen it. The two states that legalize pot are meeting in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Dink, dink. <laughs> dink, dink. <laughs> so I think that's fucking fantastic, man. Was that, uh, you followed football a little, yeah? yeah? I've watched more this season than I have probably in my entire life so I'm going to go ahead and call me the bandwagon fan that's fine I'm not even really a fan I just watch it because there's nothing else on um in the beginning of the season was this a possibility were these two teams that could have been considered when the season started uh I mostly heard San Francisco uh Seattle and Denver those are the three uh, there's probably another one but those are the three that always come to mind, like all season that I heard people talking about. Oh, that's just insane, man! That's gonna that's gonna be interesting when that uh, when that shit happens. I'm thinking that some company is gonna take advantage on one of their mega commercials, and you know there's gonna be some kind of mention. There's just gotta be some sort of Super Bowl type mention, you I, know? <laughs> I, I'll I'll have to check around, but I'm sure a lot of the shops are gonna do 
something on Super Bowl Sunday. That's super exciting. Uh, well, congratulations, Washington, Colorado. Good on you for finally getting uh, getting your shit together. The rest of us will hopefully one day catch up soon. We're a little busy with uh, with the weekly videos of our fucking partying ass mayor right now. All right, he should run for like fucking president down here or something. Oh Jesus! Did you see the new video? Nope. There's a new video. And uh, Rob Ford, mayor of Toronto, and uh, everybody I'm sure knows what I'm talking about. But a new video surfaced the other night because you know he's been on, he's been like all working out, not drinking, and you know trying to like be straight with the media and blah 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 blah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they stripped him of his powers and everything, and then a new video popped up from the other night, and it's him fucking wasted in a restaurant. In, uh, <laughs> in an area of North Toronto, and uh, he's just wasted, and he's going off talking to a few people about a bunch of shit, but he's doing it in a Jamaican Patois accent. Okay. Like, <laughs> so he's like tossing out bomba clots and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch this video, people. It's on YouTube. And it's just the funniest, funniest shit. He's just wasted, talking shit about our police chief. And but he's all like, yeah, I'm on, Mama Clot. And you're just like, what the shit are you doing, Rob Ford? You're an absolute goddamn maniac, man. He's like, yo, who else hang out in the Jane and Finch? Who else hang out in the Rex Dale? And these are like tough places, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, a lot of the attention down here has been on the some guy named Kelly that like shut down a bridge on a busy holiday weekend or something like that or something. I don't really know. Um, I've heard a few of the things. Was, it, was uh, yeah, there was some kind of shit. And there was some other guy who said uh, there's always some shit being said. <laughs> Can't keep uh, all your stories straight, man. Some fucking CNN reporter got his ass kicked in China today. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I, I saw there was a CNN reporter that uh, spent a week down here in Colorado uh, during the first week of the year and uh, apparently put on a report, like an on-air report, and she all had a contact or had just gotten just blitzed before. Nice. But anyway, I just saw the, like, the, I was cruising on one of the website, news websites, and I was like, oh, I, I need to watch that when I get home. Instead so of, did she put out a report blaze then? Like, that, that's, it said a contact high. <laughs> contact high. <laughs> she had just been in a limo with some people, and they, she, you know, she was explaining how big the, the blunt was. It was, you know, she was using something to the effect of a tree trunk. <laughs> beautiful i had a really nice blunt the other day it was uh it was delicious i was on the 20th uh, which mm. is a frequent podcast location you've heard the show come from in the fucking past and uh i have i think you were that's the first time i heard you uh talking about the one footer you were on one paper were you not yeah, i believe I think, so. I think i pod bombed you i believe I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were smoking a 12-inch raw paper. Um, that was fucking beautiful. That was gorgeous. And, uh, yeah, I pod-bombed you from the 20th. Uh, friends of ours are on the 20th floor here in an apartment building. And uh, occasionally we podcast from there. And it's usually uh, quite a smoky location. 
And uh, yeah, we pop, I pop on you that night. That's good times. Um, I was back there the other night and uh, yeah, just rolled up a straight up like Philly, like, you know, emptied it out and rolled her up and uh, oh, it'd been a while. And this one was just soppy. You know what I mean? It was just mm. juicy and tasty. And Was it because you used too much natural secretions? I don't know. It was just fresh. It was super, gotcha. super fresh. And then, yeah, it was uh, just one of those ones you had to hold very, very gently between your fingers. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You gotta hold it. You gotta hold it gently, and you gotta, you gotta hold it, and you gotta hold it like a oh, you, you little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, rather than go off on a two J tangent. I'm going to try and stay a little focused on a few of the things that Jedi Ross wants to rant about this evening. There's some exciting things happening. Josh, Mr. El Hawkes, is as uh, as much as I know deep in his heart, he there's there's a piece of the bat that exists just as in everybody. But he's a he's a bit of a novice as far as uh, he's not reading it weekly. Let's put it that way. There's oh, a, or ever. Or ever. <laughs> um, but you are aware that DC has a clear domination on the animation wing of comic book and game. Oh, yeah. Of oh, course. Yeah. Um, a new film about to be released, The Son of Batman. And the trailer was just released like yesterday. And The Son of Batman is the whole Grant Morrison run that was going on about Damien. You're aware of Damien. Batman had a kid who became Robin. I didn't know that, but I knew, wasn't Damien Bruce's kid? Yes, Damien was okay. Bruce's kid with Talia al Ghul, daughter of oh. Raz al Ghul. Gotcha. Okay, so they had this kid, Damien, and then uh, Damien went to live with Batman for a while, blah, 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 blah. They're making a movie of it. And the trailer was released yesterday, and it looks fucking sweet, man. It, uh, it looks like it's going to uphold and belong right on the shelf next to the rest of them. You know what I mean? What's the artwork like? The artwork is uh, it's 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 very reminiscent of what Warner Brothers has been doing regularly. If you've seen anything recently, other than the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight had its own look to look like the comic book. But if you saw the recent Flashpoint or Justice League Doom, or how about uh, um, All Star Superman? Uh, yes and no, kind of, but, uh, okay. that had a, yeah, it's similar, but All-Star Superman had a very particular look to that Superman as well, but, uh, it's pretty much in the same vein of that style as, okay. of animation, you know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. They've found something that kind of works, so they kind of stick, they're kind of sticking to it, you know? So, uh, I'm, I'm so thrillingly excited about this coming out. Um, reading up on it. There's something I gotta read a little more into. You're a big Deadpool fan, mm-hmm. Mr. Wade Wilson. Are you familiar with the DC character Deathstroke? Yes, he's on the Arrow show. Yes, and he's do, got the cool mask. Do you know what his name is? Slade Wilson. Yes. Now I looked at a, a comparison the other day. Weapon suit, blah blah blah. It's too close to not be. To it's too close to be a coincidence. The, the similarities. Whole Deathstroke. Yeah, like I believe, and I could be completely wrong on this, but Deadpool was tongue in cheek, you know, stab at at Deathstroke. Okay. I could be completely wrong and backwards, you know. Like oh. it could be DC, you know, fucking jocking the nuts, or it could have just been total timing. But somewhere on the internet, so 
there you go how much credit it has. I read somewhere that it was supposed to be kind of a stab. I'm sure it's something. Well, that makes perfect sense now that, now that no you put it that way. Yeah, yeah. But I'll have to dig a little into the characters and see who came when. I'm sure there's a pretty Googleifiable explanation there that's simple enough. But uh, this movie, very, very excited about this movie. It's coming out soon. So the trailer is available, basically, is what I wanted to tell all you goddamn people, is to check out the trailer for Son of Batman and be as excited as I am. Uh, this guy doing the voice of Batman, Jason O'Mara, uh He's new to the Batman scene, but uh, it sounds pretty pretty good in the uh, trailer there. But he was on Terra Nova, and he was in Resident Evil. He's an Irish-born actor, and he's pretty cool. So uh, I kind of I kind of dig his Batman. So so that's going to be a good thing. And and bravo to Warner Brothers once again because I mean the stories that they're taking and finally making these movies about like whoever thought they'd make a Dark Knight have you seen the Dark Knight Returns yet? No, I haven't. Oh, is it on the Netflix? It's most likely. I'm guessing. I don't know, but check because there's part one and two. And Josh, it's just something special. It really is. It's it was the absolute final nail in the coffin of how far Marvel has to come to even compete. And it's really disappointing because Marvel put out some, uh, I think it was a Hulk Iron Man movie that was like Mm -hmm. CGI. And I haven't seen it myself, but I have not heard good things. I've heard some really, really bad stuff. And a lot of it you hear about is story. And I think the reason these DC movies are kicking ass is because they're sticking right to them. They're putting these comic books into animation. And they're not fucking with a thing. You know, like there's some tweaks to style and like content and just to make it flow better like you have to do. But overall, they're just not fucking with anything. And it's so pure and beautiful and oh, I just hope that that same thought pattern leads on through to my next topic of conversation that it's been announced that the Man of Steel sequel is being pushed back to 2016. No, I mean... So I saw this, and I think we talked about it on two J's, but I mean, in, in your heart of hearts, do you, are you really surprised? I'm not surprised, and in fact, I'm encouraged, yet just, I mean, the only reason I'm disappointed in any way, obviously, is because I got to wait longer. And, right, and I mean, and to be quite frank, I think the Star Wars is going to be the next announcement. You're, what do you mean? That they're going to delay it as well. Oh, you think? I don't know. We'll we'll get into that though in a sec. Okay. Yeah. But okay. the bad the the Man of Steel thing, like yes, I'm I hate having to wait, but I've waited longer. You know, they announced Star Wars when they announced they were going to do Phantom Menace. It was like four years until it came out after that announcement. You know what I mean? So right. I, I can wait. I've had to wait. It sucks to have to wait just because I know how good it's going to be. But I love that it means you know they're they're saying there was all that. Half like leg crap rumor shit that wasn't true, but they're just saying like they just want time for Zack Snyder to have his vision and do it right. And when you use the words Zack Snyder and vision in the same sentence, your argument's kind of invalid after that, you know. So he can take as much time as he wants, but what I'm excited about is the fact that they're going to take so much more time. Maybe they're just going to go Justice League, you know. Like, maybe there's, well, like, fuck it, the script has worked out so nicely, let's just keep fucking blending it, you know? Well, you and I have talked about that before. Mm-hmm. 
that they, you know, with, with Wonder Woman having some sort of a cameo in it, uh, you know, there's been rumors of the Flash having something, you know, maybe he flashes onto the screen for a moment. I think it'll but, be more, man. They talked about Aquaman and Green Lantern were the were the next two. The Flash wouldn't. Uh, the Flash will only be in Justice League when it happens because they're going to figure out. There's a lot of talk about whether the DC television universe will intermingle because Arrow has been so faithful to the story and the characters and all that stuff. There's a chance they may just you know combine the two and make that guy green arrow in justice league you know what i mean it's possible you know and, and the flash is getting his home tv show and he's already been cast this guy this kid who's going to be the flash so they're going to concentrate on the flash as far as tv so i've heard that aquaman and green lantern are the ones the john stewart green lantern is what they would concentrate on because i've also heard that the reason they're going to delay is because they're going to shoot this and justice league back to back maybe so either way, I think it's it's the rise of Detective Comics, kids. It's the rise of the DC. It's the rise of the unity. You know what I mean? It's DC's time to shine. I think we're finally seeing it. I've, I've been saying for a while, at least with me personally, Marvel fatigue is, has set in. And, and the main reason for that is my loss of love for the X-Men. We'll see what Days of Future Past does, but I'm over Hugh Jackman. I'm over the X-Men. I've been watching the same dude pop the same claws in the same shitty way for fucking, what, like 12 years or something ridiculous now? No, no. It's, what is it, 2014? It's been, what, 14, 15 years of Hugh Jackman Wolverine? Come on. We yeah, had more I'm, Batman in less time than that, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm done with Jack Human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Time to move on. And <laughs> That's a to... callback to another podcast yes. way back in the day. Totally. It's, uh, it's got to be fixed, though. It's got to be moved on. Of all things that need to reboot it, I think it's fucking X-Men. So other than that, because I was never a huge Marvel or a huge Avengers guy, you know, so blah, 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 blah. Now it feels like they're just bringing in all their B-tricks for Avengers 2, you know? Because they have no choice. They have to bring in their B characters because they don't have their Spider-Man. You know? They don't have their X-Men. So, it's a shame. Right. They wouldn't be bringing in these characters. They wouldn't be making a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy movie if they were able to mix Spider-Man and Avengers. Put it that way. I don't think that well, would be I happening. I totally agree. Yeah, I don't think it'd be happening at all. They, they had to dig deep. And, I, and nothing against Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it looks cool, actually. I'm excited to see it, and I think it's something different, and I, it's something I've I've been aware of because I knew the comic, but I've never read, right? So, so uh, who knows? But uh, you know, DC they they don't have these worries, man. They can do whatever they want to do with that universe and just make it make sense and have absolutely no obstacles in their way, and I think it's beautiful. So let Zack Snyder's vision shine, let it burn brightly in the stars. And uh, we'll see what happens, you know. But sure, uh, man. you were mentioning Star the Star Wars. The Star Wars, yeah, and, that, and that's how that's how much we podcast together. I, I knew what you wanted to talk about without ever talking to you about it, well, and I jumped ahead. That and the, that it's an elegant weapon. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But yes. Um, you were you're saying you thought they might push it back. I would have to disagree. 
based on the fact that it's rolling along like the well-oiled machine you'd expect out of J.J. Abrams. You know, uh, script is done. Um, shit's happening to the point where he's even admitting they were talking with that guy. What's that guy from Breaking Bad? Jesse, J- Jesse Plemons or something? Mm. I believe. Well, the guy from Breaking Bad, the ginger Matt Damon. I don't know if you okay. know who I'm talking about. He's been in a few things, but he's like a ginger Matt Damon, and apparently he's been in talks to do for a role and this and that. But uh, Carrie Fisher confirmed for what I think is the ninth time that she is going to be in this movie. I, I saw a bunch of stuff today on the stuff. I saw a bunch of stuff today on the on the stuff on the Twitter net, and uh, it was people talking about how Carrie Fisher confirms that she's going to be in episode seven and all these people treating it like this is the first time she said that like she's been the one person saying it since the beginning like yeah we're doing it you know <laughs> so i really don't understand why the, the the press treated it like this today like it's some big deal but maybe it's because she actually also mentioned that they're supposed to start she's supposed to re- report for shooting i guess in march or april that early hmm so, uh, if it does get pushed back, I don't think it's going to get pushed back the entire year like the Man of Steel 2 has, you know? Right, right. Well, you know, we'll see, I guess. But apparently... I, with... I, it's not that I don't have, have you know, trust or, or faith or whatever. I just, I don't know. I just think it'll get delayed because every movie pretty much gets delayed nowadays. Oh, this is true, too, yeah. But it's crazy to go complete a complete year. Like, like a whole year to knock back... The... The Justice League deal that makes you think Justice well, League, you know, that's that's a pretty far knockback. Did uh, this new 300 movie not get delayed <laughs> like nine to nine months to a year? I didn't pay any attention enough to know. <laughs> oh. I was like, no, Leonidas, I don't want to see it. <laughs> it but hey, you know, we'll see. Maybe that's just me. Um, but it. The what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so March or April. I mean, if they're gonna start filming that early, that's exciting. And what I've hear I've heard is the whole thing was when Michael Arndt, who was the guy who was writing the screenplay before, the guy who did Toy Story and stuff, mm-hmm. he wanted it to focus solely on the kids right away. And J.J. Abrams wants to still focus on the other guys, the old guard, for at least one more movie, and then kind of hand it off. So okay, that's why sense. they kind of released him. So they took his script, and I'm wondering if he's going to get credited or not. But uh, And they've basically, you know, they retweaked it and rewrote it, so now it's ready to go. So that's very, very exciting. And uh, other than that, not too much news on the Star Wars front is, you know, for that kind of thing. As far as the movie, at least. There's lots of Clone Wars stuff going on. Uh, I've been a little lost and not paying attention to new comics and perhaps even another episode. I don't know. There's Clone Wars is one of those things though that the there's a really hardcore. There's almost a fan base within a fan base. Like those aren't Star Wars fans. Those are Clone Wars fans. Oh yeah, totally. They're totally. like a, the perfect mix of like cartoon geeks and Star Wars geeks. You know, they don't care about any Star Wars actors. They only care about the voice actors from the cartoon. You know, they're a very special breed of Star Wars fan. And so that in itself begets a lot of rumors and a lot of stuff twirling around, you know, because they're just desperate for it to end proper. They're just desperate for more 
Because, you know, no other Star Wars is good enough for them. All they cared about was that cartoon. That cartoon brought in a lot of new fucking fans, man. Oh, it did. And also, what it, what was really cool is I heard, you know, I've listened to a lot of different Star Wars podcasts. And what I heard pretty much across the board was the kids were watching it and the parents, you know, were watching it with them and being just as engaged. Yeah. Well, they did such an excellent job of uh, mixing in things like the expanded universe and new characters like Cade Bane and stuff like really, really good shit, man. That was a quality, quality cartoon. So it's going to be interesting to see how Rebels fares, you know. Rebels doesn't seem as kid friendly as the Clone Wars did. Rebels isn't going to be as, as, I don't know, as youthful, it seems, right? It's a darker it time good. in the galaxy. It's a, it's a, you know, more war, war, war torn period. You know, right? But then okay. you see that little okay. teaser, that little teaser trailer they put out a few months ago, and it's almost like this is going to be like robot chicken. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I, I don't know. It just, it, it could have been anything. That trailer just, you know, showed you some. It was a voiceover and. I think they showed you like one shot, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it was very little. They didn't give you much at all. So, you know, but uh, who knows, man? I don't know. Well, Robot Chicken just came out of my mouth because there was a commercial for it. Uh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. So thank you, Miss Fisher. Thank you for confirming again. Did you see those pictures that Peter Mayhew put out? Yeah, I did. Aren't they as, awesome? Like, as he was putting them out. Yeah, I was, I was very thoroughly... Uh, uh, entertained the whole time. I was like, oh, look at that. Oh, now look at that. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca himself, he put out a whole bunch of pictures on the internet that he's been holding on to for years of a photo shoot with Chewbacca and Princess Leia. And let's say they're having a good time. <laughs> There's some uh, fun provocativeness and uh, it's a really, really cool little photo shoot. So you can just go on the Googles and Google that. And <laughs> you should enjoy yourself. It was super cool, man. Imagine how long he's been holding on to those. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's that, that guy. That guy is just cool. He, he's, he was, if you ever get a chance to go to a panel with him, definitely do it because he, he's, he's a funny guy. Yeah, I've met him. I met him at a, at a Wizard World. Oh, okay. In uh, in Toronto here, and uh, I went up and I was talking to him at the table, and uh, it was a very light con. I mean, he was there, but hardly had a lineup. Uh, it was very, very strange how little was there. But I mean, Wizard World here in Toronto isn't exactly, uh, and basically they should stop coming here. You know what I mean? There's too much other stuff for people to care about Wizard World. Right. Their, their guests never compare to whatever con's going on the next weekend. <laughs> so there's, it's just kind of pointless. But uh, at this one, I, I went up and he was kind of annoyed because he had just done an interview with some fucking jackass reporter. Who I guess was just asking stupid questions or something. But then he was kind of being rude about it. it I don't know. He just he could tell he was annoyed, right? I know he's a grumpy old hippie Englishman, but he was still annoyed, right? Oh, and for sure. He was like mumbling something under his breath, like bloody something or other. And then he, so I was like, uh, you having a fun day? He's like, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so I just chatted for, for a sec. And uh, he said, I asked him about, I was like, you enjoy coming here? Because I know he, he comes here often. He says he always enjoys Toronto, you know. So it's well, pretty. I, oh, go ahead. I got, a, I got his autograph. 
and it hangs on my Star Wars wall of autographs. Alongside Jake Lloyd, David Prowse, Anthony Daniels, and Jeremy Bullock. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, I got in Peter Mayhew's way at a convention, and he put his gigantic yeah. paw of a hand on me <laughs> and asked me to kindly ask me to step aside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, that was just amazing. Look, I, you know. Seems like a real dude, like a really real oh, guy. Totally. Yeah. If I hadn't known it was Peter Mayhew, I would have just thought it was just some guy that wanted to get by. Yeah, no bullshit with that guy, man. No bullshit at all. So, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty awesome stuff on the Star Wars front. Um, today is January twenty third or second. What is today? Well, today's January twenty third. It's a Thursday. January 23rd. And that is the sound of me slurping my tea. Have a cup of tea and wait for all this to blow over. <coughs> As is tradition. <laughs> uh, it's gotten kind of cool, actually. My tea's gotten cold. It's iced itself. It's iced <laughs> This Sunday. 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 The Delta Meadowvale, Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, hometown of L5J Studios and the podcast that is an elegant weapon. The Ontario Collectors Con is rolling into town, kids. Good times indeed. It's about 10 minutes north of my house. Going to ju- jump in that car. I won't even have. I don't even know if I'll have time to complete the flicking of the bick by the time I get there. That's how close it is to home. Um, it's a straight shot, straight shot up the road too. So I'm going up to this, uh, it's a nice hotel and, uh, the, I'm very excited to be going to this con. It's been blasted all over the Twitterverse and the Facebookiverse and, uh, any, uh, any other kind of verse that I've got to get it out there. I know you guys have seen me pushing it. Um, I'm just very excited. There's some people there I hope to get a chance to talk to. Michelangelo slash the tick. Slash Sentinel Prime himself, Mr. Townsend Coleman. So also at the show is going to be Mr. Nikolai fucking Volkov. Um, you know, wrestler extraordinaire. Yeah, man, everybody. Like from our youth, from our total, from our fucking youth. Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Did they? They didn't have a name, right? Are they both? Uh, they There's were no a tag name. team. Yeah. I think they were a tag team at one point for a very short time. Not short at all. That's all I remember is them being a tag yeah. team. For maybe, years. They were, maybe it was longer than I thought. But, I think um, it was, man. But they never had a name for their tag team. They were just Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik, right? I remember uh, Volkov and uh, Sergeant Slaughter facing off. I, I was like, oh, dear. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, this is like the Cold War in the squared circle. Man, our kids, our, we grew up in a time when Sergeant Slaughter could join G.I. Joe. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of time it. that we grew up in. And one of and his one of his roughnecks or whatever the hell they were called could be Refrigerator Joe Perry. Right. You remember that? Oh, yeah, dude. Can you, now, knowing what Sergeant Slaughter looks like, now imagine him in a voice in a voice booth doing those lines. Yeah, it's a, it's hard to it's hard to picture. 
You think he'd be, he, you know, he was totally must have been dressed, right? Cause they never broke character. So he would have been in a booth in a building with the hat and the glasses, probably. Oh, totally, totally, dude. I mean, that was, Maggots! That was him. <laughs> that was him, dude. I mean, like, they had to, they always had to carry that, uh, that persona. Yeah, man. They lived, uh, that was back when we honestly, like, <laughs> we honestly didn't quite know if that was real. How stupid were we? Oh, it was great. Ignorance was so blissful in the 80s. What it do you didn't mean? Matter. You don't need helmets. Matter. We're not going to crack our skulls when we jump this BMX over this shifty-ass made ramp that we just threw together. <laughs> I um, I still tune in every once in a while. It's fun. Um, That's all I can say. I do too, but I can't. I really, really – okay, the the exciting stuff and the characters and everything, that's cool when you're a kid. So I get how right now maybe it's driven for kids. But I right. also remember the Attitude Era, the Raw Era, the Attitude Era, the 90s when wrestling was at its absolute most prime. When the anti-hero took over and there was no more good and bad, it was just everybody being as badass as they could be kicking right. each other's faces in. That's all it was. That's all it was was The Rock and, and Stone Cold and Vince and – the ac- acolytes and the undertaker and just fucking bad, angry, scary cane type monsters. And like, what's his name? Uh, you know, McFoley and shit. Like the only like real stick out stars at the time who were like shiny in any way were like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. We all know how that went down, you know? <laughs> right. All right. But now wrestling is kind of reverted back to an 80s style, flashy glamour, you know, type character. And that's, I'm not really digging it these days. I can't really watch these clowns, man. But yeah, but there's something about meeting those old, uh, old wrestlers that we used to watch. You know, uh, I got to meet hockey talk, man. Yeah. Uh, last year and the, this past Christmas ish time, I, uh, I met big van Vader, another, you know, eighties big name guy. And, you know, I just think it's fun. Bulldog, is he still fucking huge? Is he still a tank? Vader? Yeah. Yeah, dude, he's a big dude. That's awesome, man. I'd fucking... What well, was cool, yeah. he brought his Japanese uh, warrior mask. Cool. That he used to wear into the ring, and the whole time you thought it was metal. It's not. It's like fucking paper mache. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You mean that kind of strap thing that went around his head? No, not that. He had that. He was wearing that. But when he wrestled in Japan, he had this big, oh. like, like samurai-like mask, but it went over his shoulders as well. Oh, I didn't know that. that. He, would, he would just wear it into the ring and take right. it off. Okay, okay. But what was but the he, point of the other thing? What was the point of the strap thing that ran around his head? Just to hide his identity, I'm sure. Just looked badass? <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. Uh, to me, I look at it and like that. I can use that to grab onto, swing you around by your mask. <laughs> nice, nice. So but, this collector's con will include, of course, that. Uh, you know, it's it's just that in general. It's not so much a toy show as a collector's con. There will be action figures and there will be comic books and I'm sure there'll be cards. I'm sure there'll be some sporty stuff going on there too. I'm sure there'll be a few sports vendors going on. Uh, and, that I would recognize who were probably at the Fan Expo and such. But I'm mostly, I'm thrillingly excited about Townsend Coleman, man. Uh, if I can get a chance to speak with this individual and have a chat, um, 
Fuck, man. You know? He was the tech. Spoon. Spoon. Yeah. Michelangelo. We all knew Michelangelo, man. And uh, he's done other fine stuff, too. Uh, he, he actually, speaking of The Dark Knight Returns, part one and two we were speaking of, he, in fact, plays uh, Maury Abner, a civilian uh, Gotham City police detective, uh, you know, police officer. So he does a few voices in those ones. Uh, it's the Transformers animated that he was Sentinel Prime in, you know, okay. back in yeah, uh, yeah. 2009. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fun series. Yeah. Predacons Rising and that kind of shit, you know. Uh, what else did he do? He was in Justice League, The New Frontier, video game, Mass Effect. He was Lord Darius. Didn't play it, but Raphael Vargas. Isn't Vargas like one of the main guys in Mass Effects? I don't know. Uh, he was a drill <sighs> operator in Superman Doomsday. Uh, he's he's done something and everything you've ever heard, pretty much, you know. As 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 it is with voice actors. Yeah, Inspector Gadget. Uh, a couple appearances on uh, Pinky and the Brain, Spider-Man, Mighty Ducks the Movie, the first face-off video game. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa, you know. That's pretty good itself there, too. He even had a, he even had a, a little uh, jaunt through the fern gully. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, either way, I'm going to get to meet him. If I don't get to talk to him that, that you guys hear about, I'm excited because I'm going to know I'm at least going to be able to line up and meet the fucker, right? So, uh, you know, we're going to roll with that. But it's going to be really exciting, kids. It starts, uh, what time does it start again? It's this Sunday, January 26, 2014 at the Delta Meadowvale Hotel and Conference Center, 6750. Mississauga Road, Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. Um, again, we were talking about the uh, the gifts, the door prizes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we spoke since they announced the fifth uh, door prize that they're going to be giving away. But remember we were talking about, what was the other Transformer? We'll go through them again here. The first one was a uh, MP17 Masterpiece Prowl. Yes. Uh, you know, that looks really cool. Uh, there's also a uh, NECA one-quarter scale Dutch Arnold Schwarzenegger from Predator. That's really nice. Uh, the one that I would love to score would be the Unique Toys Generation 02 Sharky set of three uh, Sharktacons. I uh, fucking love the Sharktacons. That's fucking awesome. Uh, the number four was a 12-inch Luke Skywalker with Tauntaun, one of the 12-inch figures, and recently announced uh, from show sponsor Cool Toys. I believe they're out of Hamilton. I could be wrong, but it's an MP18 Masterpiece Blue Streak. Oh, that's cool. By Takara. And uh, That's the original. Yeah, that looks uh, pretty goddamn cool. So if you people go to the show, which uh, I'm trying to look for the times here. and uh, Yes, well, 9 o'clock. Things. Tickets go on sale at 9 o'clock in the foyer at the, uh, at the event there. And, uh, yeah, be there so you can get in line because they're giving away the toys every hour on the hour. So the announcement, the first announcement uh, at 9 a.m. is a foyer. Tickets go on sale. 
10 a.m. The dealer room opens to early admission ticket holders. Um, then at 10.55, door prize number one announcement is the uh, Masterpiece Prowl. Uh, and then that keeps happening every hour on the hour. So, so uh, how, how do you score the, the, t- the, uh, the prize then? I guess you get a ticket. Uh, there's a number on your ticket. So when you buy a ticket to get into the show, your ticket just goes into a, a ballot or whatever, right? So they're probably like the double tickets, you know what I mean? So just buying a ticket is your entry into them, you know, probably pulling a ticket out for the door prize. Okay, so it's a raffle as well. Yeah, pretty much is what I'm guessing. It doesn't actually say here how they're doing it, but uh, that is that would be my guess. So early admission tickets to get in at 10 a.m. will be $20. Regular admission tickets for 11 a.m. will be ten dollars kids between five and 12 years old are five dollars there's no charge for children under five which is pretty cool because often they actually do uh no charge for children under three so they've bumped this up which is pretty cool so if you got a five-year-old or younger tickets are free tickets will be available at the door all prices are in canadian dollars which, uh, you know, are very heavy because they're loonies and they fill up your pocket and make you feel like a fucking pirate full of doubloons, you know? <laughs> Yar. Yar, dude, it's crazy, man. You can have like 30 bucks in your pocket and, and like a handful, you know what I mean? No, Cha-ching. I don't actually because, you know, we still do the papers. Yes, yes, you do the papers. Because think about it, we not only have the dollar coin, we've got the toonie too. What so. the fuck is a toonie? A two dollar coin. Oh. Yes, because we used to have a two dollar bill. Yeah, we well we don't have them anymore, but they're still in circulation. We got rid of pennies here in Ontario. Well, they're not in circulation. I lie. Pennies are done. Yeah, I remember you talk, you guys talking about that. Which is pretty cool. It's just round up or down, you know. <laughs> well, I would always round down then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, well, no, it's bucks. a matter of <laughs> what you're closest to, but yeah, yeah it's uh. I just also want to say here, if you people want to go check out all the information on events and hotels and guests and contact and ticket and blah, 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 it's as simple as the Ontario Collectors Con dot com. So there you go. Very, very, very exciting. I'm going to be there. I'm going to talk to you all about it on the next episode of An Elegant Weapon, and hopefully we'll get some special stuff. And I'm going to try and talk to some vendors and stuff too, you know. And uh, maybe even some fans and see what some shit that some people are into. Uh, I'm going to do the usual Gorilla Pod stylies like we do at Fan Expo and shit. So uh, there you go. That's how that works. I have one more big announcement that I would like to congratulate two of our former guests. Very, very, very talented, deserving individuals. Kevin Joseph and Mr. D.A. Bishop. Both of these talented, talented men's comic books are as of today, Wednesday. Sorry, today's Thursday. As of yesterday, Wednesday. Wait, what's today? No, it's midnight. It's late here, kids. I'm very, very sorry. It's like 1.14 in the morning here. It's total AM action. So it's in the midnight hour. And uh, so yesterday, which is still kind of today because I haven't gone to bed yet, but as of the Wednesday is uh, Comicsology which is a digital app so you can get your comics digitally. 
uh, on that app is now available. Mr. D.A. Bishop's Ogre Fantasy Awesomeness of Stone. Uh, it's a pride point with him. It's written by and drawn by Mr. D.A. Bishop. So please, please go to Comixology and get Of Stone. I think it's one of the best new things done of the year. Uh, I got a peek back at uh, Fan Expo of it, and uh, it's 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 awesome. It's really really cool, and you I, that's all I can say is that it's cool. It's different. It's unique. Uh, it's it's all the usual high quality stuff you'd expect from D. A. Bishop, and of course Tart, Tart, time traveling assassinous Tart, um, by Kevin Joseph. Written by Kevin Joseph, drawn by Ludovic Salet. Uh, and Jesus Christ, this book is just, it's its a visual orgasm. It really is. The art in this book is amazing. And uh, it goes so well with the, the, the right, the way it's written is, lends itself perfectly to this art style being exploited uh, to, to a very, very, satisfactory extent i would say so kevin joseph ludovic Sale, check out tart also available on comiXology now um you can follow these guys all on twitter um find them on there and i'll put links to them on there on my thing on the thing thing you know yeah, where the you, thing that you shows know, the, the, where you the, get the stuff. On the stuff, oh, over there by the thing with the stuff. Remember that time by the thing over mm-hmm. there with that guy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that the, totally the happened. That totally happened. That man. thing. And then those, <laughs> yep. Uh, I can't say it enough. I know a lot of people push things, but all these guys have been guests on the show. Um, or sorry, both of these guys at least. We haven't had the pleasure of Ludovic's presence but uh, Kevin has been on the show several times. Reenard has been on the show several times. Um, these really are two very, very, very special books. These also are two very, very deserving guys. I can't say it enough. I really, really want you all to go and check these stories out. I guarantee, I guarantee that you will not be disappointed in Tart or of Stone. I cannot say it enough, people. Go check it out. And while you're at it, you can check out their other stuff. Uh, I'm always talking about what a big fan I am of D.A. Bishop's zombie, uh, you know, plethora Stranger. So check out Stranger because if you like zombies too, that's really cool. But there's not enough ogre stories out there. There really isn't nowadays. Not enough ogre representation. So, uh, you know, if you want to see the real thing, check out of Stone. There you go with that and this and that. Uh, that's what's going on, kids. That's what's been happening in the world of the J and the Elegant Weapon. Uh, you might be able to hear the voice going a little bit here. Uh, this joint has been burning steady through this entire presentation. Uh, also burning steady through this entire presentation. And the thing that I like to call life is my good friend, Mr. Josh Hawks. Yes, I had a good time. You surprised, you surprised me. A surprise. Hey, let's 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 do this. That yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This let's, was uh, I kind of pod bombed you in a way this evening. I believe I did. Yeah. I believe I did. I did. That's what I did. Rufio. Um. Yeah. I wanted to get this out. I slept tonight, kids. My I came home and my kid was asleep and I crashed out with him. I ended up waking up at like ten o'clock and I was like, oh, what do I do now? Podcast. 
Okay, what are the time zones looking at? Okay, it's probably about 10 o'clock or so for the Hawkeyes. Uh, I don't think he'll quite be in bed, so uh, let's see if he wants to uh, Ed McMahon it uh, slash Andy Richter it for me for the evening, So, mm. which I greatly appreciate you doing, sir. Well, well thank you, man. It's always a pleasure, and it, it, you know I don't have to say that much on this one. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I always have faith in me rambling on, but if you want to see Josh keep up with me, then check us out on Two Jays Later, which you can find over at pointsofinterestpodcast.com. Episode 20, as I said earlier, just released with our good friend, Mr. J. Webb. You can also find Josh on several shows at Points of Interest, including uh, Staying Off Topic, which will be returning soon, which yes. uh, was always a favorite of mine, so it would be good to hear you and the boys ranting on again. You can also find him at Hybrid Interests on Twitter. Hybrid Interests is a wonderful interview show that Josh does. Um, and check out all our other awesomeness, man. We got so much awesomeness going on at POI. It's awesome. Nothing yeah, but and, awesome. Uh, Oozing out Francis everywhere. even has something he's going to uh, announce tomorrow. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh. New surprises? So. I don't, and I have no idea what it's for. If it's for Nabu, Critical, or uh, Geek Love, it's it's definitely for one of his shows, though. Yes. Ooh. So, so he, has, he has something to say. Do you think don't he found a host? Is. Do you think he found a co-host for the Geek Love? Perhaps. Maybe, eh? I have no idea. I tried to get it out of him, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't budge. Ooh. It's got to be something interesting. Well, you'll all have to keep an eye out on pointsofinterestpodcast.com on the interwebs, and uh, we will immediately, once I know or Josh knows, one of us will get on there. Most likely me, because I'm just quicker to the draw. Um, cause well, I can't use my phone. Yeah, work. I know. It makes it difficult. I, I, I can do things all day, all the time. I also wake up incredibly early for work. Like, if I don't have to be at work till 7, and I get up at, like, 4.35, and I like, because I don't like feeling rushed. I like time before work. I like to get up and have a cup of tea and some toast and internet a bit and watch the news and, you know, maybe remember back a little bola bola or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, that's what my mornings usually consist of because I hate, I'm not a get up and goer. I can't be like, my alarm's off, I'm shit, blah, 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 and like get up and tear out of the house. I will call my boss and be like, I'm going to be late. <laughs> that's you know, awesome yeah I, I get i get up i get dressed and i go there's no tearing ass out of this but i've also been at my work for 14 years so it's not like i have to worry about being late here and there you know so that's when i find out about things i usually post uh you can find in the news section or usually on the front page of poi things that i put up i put up a little update today actually if uh this morning if you want to go check out what the prowl actually looks like I put up a picture of the Prowl door prize that's going to be given away at the uh, Ontario Collectors Con. So go on there and check that out. There's also uh, a new posting for Two Jays Later, Episode 20. So, uh, Josh, thanks again for hanging out. Yeah, man. Like I said, always a pleasure. And, you know, we'll be chatting, I'm sure, next week. Definitely. I'm sure we'll be chatting before next week. <laughs> well, yeah, that, but, you know, potting at least podcasting that's what we do yes. kids that's what we do we make pod that is all the pod we are going to make for this evening though this week on an elegant weapon i love you all ontario collectors con sunday see you there Peace.
you don't chew big red, then f you.